0: Welcome to Roadside Rumors, I'm Sanika
1: and I'm Kowal and today we're here with
2: Hi, I'm Darup.
1: Hi guys, so we're here to talk about identity and where we belong because I feel like we all come from very diverse backgrounds. Yeah. So do you guys want to start about uh, start by telling us a little bit about yourselves?
2: So I was born in Hong Kong and resident in Nepal and mm-hmm. after that I went to Singapore, lived mm-hmm. there for four years. Yeah and also
1: uh, currently right now I'm living in Hong Kong. Okay. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I was born in India, and then I moved to Hong Kong, and now I'm studying at university in Hong Kong.
1: (laughs) I was born and raised in Hong Kong, and for me, I just go back to India every few years to visit my relatives and my grandparents, because from my family, my dad's the only one that came to Hong Kong. I mean, we have, like, his cousins here, but, like, from our family, only my dad's the one. Like, my family's the one that lives in Hong Kong, and my grandparents are back home, so we go back to visit them. Uh, should we start by talking about like the concept of home because I feel like with you guys, you guys move, moved a lot, right? And for me like my roots are from India, but I live in Hong Kong So I feel like the concept of home must be very different from for all of us. Yeah. So Deerup, could you start by telling us?
2: Uh, so for me like uh, I moved in a lot of places So now it, it, it didn't become like you know like a house a home now it became more like a person a home and for me like a home is like basically where i feel comfortable and yeah. where, where i feel safe so uh, that's that's the definition for me home means yeah
0: i think for me as well home is more of a concept it's about where you feel the most comfortable and i feel like it just depends on how you see the situation and the place because sometimes when i go back back to india mm-hmm. i feel like that is home as well because i'm so familiar with the culture the food the people and then here as well when i'm hanging out with my friends my people people from high school i feel very comfortable so that is home to me
1: that is so interesting because for me i feel like home is more of a feeling because i was like born and raised in hong kong all my life so growing up i was always surrounded with locals and i feel like i was surrounded with locals more than indian people or like people from like you know india so even when i go back to india i feel like I kind of feel like a tourist over there because I can't even read the signs if I get the newspaper I can't even read the newspaper I mean now it's in English but like before w- when I was young I used to go back so I used to feel very distant away from the way I grew up compared to how my cousins back in India are growing are growing up there so uh, for me like home is more like a feeling like I feel like I feel really comfortable in Hong Kong and I just like the food we eat the school the, when I go to school my teachers speak in Chinese or like when I'm reading a book it's in Chinese I think it's like you know I feel like growing up in Hong Kong i just feel really comfortable and if someone asked me where uh, do i consider hong kong my home like i would say yes
0: so what would you say when someone asks you where you're from
1: if someone asks me where i'm from i would say i'm from hong kong like would you guys say the same
2: because my friend because my parents they told me like uh, like you know you say you're from um, nepal Mm -hmm. but uh, at the same time like you know like that's the uh i always have a question like you know because um like uh, I move in a lot of places, and then like you know, like you always ask, like you know, if I say I'm, I'm Nepali, but I I have I don't have that Nepali like you know like trait mm-hmm. or behavior, so in that topic I'm always like you know questioning, but when i'm saying to the people i was I would say i'm nepali. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Mm, that's interesting because i feel like i would also say i'm from hong kong, but you always have to kind of explain, explain yourself, yourself. Yeah. Cuz people yeah. will be like, "Oh, where are you really, really from?" <laughs> and especially when you go abroad, i feel like i've noticed it even more cuz in hong kong there is that kind of but like i said, they still I kind of understand. Just, yeah, yeah, they still kind of understand cuz it's it's not that uncommon, especially when the the circles that we hang out in. Yeah. But when you go abroad, people will be like, "Oh, wait, you're from hong kong, but you don't look like" Chinese yeah. and I'm like yeah there are other people that live in Hong Kong as well yeah, yeah.
2: So, like, for me to like, exp- like yeah same like we you need to explain them more mm-hmm. for me to like them, I just tell them I'm from Nepal yeah, yeah. Easier, like, you know. but do you
1: feel like it kind of like hinders like do you feel like you have to simplify yourself for other people to like do you know like when you're exp- like when you simplify your identity for to explain to other people do you feel like that kind of hinders I mean, how you actually I, feel
2: <laughs> I Like write them an essay. Yeah, write them an essay, like you know where I'm from. Yeah. Like you know how uh, Nepali, like, mm-hmm. how Nepali people came to Hong Kong, and how yeah. they like migrated to Hong Kong. Like you know, I've yeah. got time.
1: I will do that. Yeah. I feel so, like yeah. it's so interesting how we all have like so many layers to yes, our en- yeah. identities, and I feel like growing up, our identities were always shifting. Like you know. Yeah we are like obviously like born in hong kong or like we come from india and then we're like women of color or like a male like you know it's like i feel like we have so many layers in this like it's, it's all
0: very complex yeah
1: and so yeah. do you feel like growing up you were ever like ashamed of anything related to your identity or like when you're explaining to others you know just now we talked about like simplifying it for others right so were, were there any times in your life where you especially like when we're young like mm-hmm. where you had where you felt a bit like ashamed or embarrassed talking about your own culture um,
2: for me, I never feel embarrassed about like talking about my own culture, mm-hmm. but more of a, like I feel uh, like I I had struggle with like uh, like the, my appearance, like you know like uh, as a guy, like you know how I look, yeah, and like in, in that in that aspect, like you know like yeah, I have. I and you told us
1: you went to an Indian high school, right, where majority yeah, of the students were, were Indian. Indian and then, and then, like, you being the only Nepalese. I'm the
2: only Nepalese, and then um, the guy like who. Looks different. Yeah. And I found out, like, in an appearance also, like, play a big part mm-hmm. of making friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, but was it easier
1: for you to make friends, like, later on?
2: Later on, yeah. And first few weeks of me studying in, uh, the the in school. Singapore, we uh, started I mean, then like, first few weeks, like, uh, like, I, I was teased, and then I was I was like in, like like know, the odd one out. The odd one out. I was the odd one out, but later on, like you know, like because I know the language, I mm-hmm. know Hindi, yeah. And later on, and at uh, some time, like we have a common interest, which is the movie. Mm-hmm. Later on, with that, like you know, I became friend with them, and they start accepting like where yep. I was, yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. I think for me as well it definitely was a problem when I first got here so obviously I came from India and the culture there was very different and when I was first introduced to the international school culture I felt like there is diversity but it's still not very celebrated like there are people from different parts of the world but you're still kind of looking up to the same culture which is in my case it was Western culture because most of the other students were from the West and most of our teachers were from the West so I always felt like I had to suppress the Indian part of my identity and no one really made fun of me or no one really said anything to me but it's just subconsciously you just do that because you want to fit in you don't want to be the odd one out especially when you're in your teen years everyone just kind of wants to do the cool thing which is what everyone else is doing and you, you don't have the courage most of the times to be like, okay, this is who I am. This is my unique identity.
1: I can totally relate to that because like you went to a school where majority of the people were white, I guess. So for me, it was, I went to a high school where everyone was Chinese and the year I entered that high school, it was the first year that the school had non-Chinese students come in. So there was me in my class and there was in the next class, there was a Pakistani girl and there was also a mixed race like girl and we were all friends, but Everyone was like shocked Because that was the first time The teachers or the schoolmates Had like non-Chinese students in the school So they had to kind of like adapt to us And we had to like kind of adapt to them So I feel like everyone was just so conscious Mm -hmm. And I feel like that really hinders Like you know when you're building relationships Because in the first few years of my high school I always felt like I always just felt like i wanted to like fit in or mm-hmm. i just felt like i just just like like you said like you just want to suppress your culture because you don't want to like be the extra like odd one or like the special one like you know you don't want that attention on you so i i feel like growing up like i had a very similar experience and i just remember like you know like i told you guys like the temple story where like the my school was right next to the temple and when my schoolmates used to ask me like oh do you know what that place is i just didn't want to like I don't know I just didn't want to like stand out so I just used to act like oh yeah I also don't know what that place is but I clearly clearly used to go there every week so I feel like growing up it just like really like affects us
0: but do you think now you feel closer to your culture like do you feel like you guys have been able to embrace it more because I feel that for sure especially after coming to university like I said the the bubble bursts Mm -hmm. and then you meet all these different people and you realize that it's okay to have all these differences because in a high school setting it's very common for everyone to have that herd mentality and everyone does the same thing but in university it's just a much bigger structure so it there will be smaller groups of people and through that I've been able to find people that also share the same cultural heritage or share very similar experiences and then that really helps you I think flourish and embrace your actual identity do you guys feel the same
2: yeah uh, yeah for me uh, I, I feel the same I feel I feel uh, like I embrace my uh, culture Nepali culture and uh, stuff like that and the same time like um, uh while I was in Singapore for like uh four years I was distant away from Nepali culture mm-hmm. uh and because the community over there is not it's not that much. Yeah. And but once I came to Hong Kong like uh like the Nepali community is, there's a lot and then um uh, like still like for me some, some part of the culture I, I'm not familiar with. Yeah. Which I would love to like, you know, know more about my own culture mm-hmm. and then like just educate myself.
1: Yeah, I think similar to you guys, like growing up, like I wasn't really that aware. Like my mindset was very like narrow i guess like to me like when i think about india the only thing i think is like punjab like that's Mm -hmm. the first thing that comes to my mind because in hong kong i'm always surrounded with like locals or like chinese culture or like chinese food or chinese language but when i go back home i speak punjabi so to me it's just these two cultures that like you know like in my life that are really prominent but like last like i think the year i entered university i met like international students who like come from different parts of india And even last summer I spent like three months in India so I feel like that really gave me a lot of time and space to like explore like my roots or like get to know like you know like my environment and my culture a bit more and I feel like that made space for that made more room for me to be more curious and yeah like I just feel more a bit like at least a little bit closer than I was before to my own heritage yeah. and I think
0: the, the part about not feel, about feeling like we have to suppress our identities is also to do with like the media because what yeah. we see in the media is so um, one dimensional we mm-hmm. only see for especially for me growing up all my influences were western influences like movies from the west or even YouTube I think YouTube was a huge part of us growing yeah. up because wh- while we were growing up it was like a huge thing yeah. and as a 14 year old all the YouTubers I was watching were, white. were all white mm. males from yeah. America and I guess there were some women but i remember when superwoman came oh my out, god yeah it was insane because for the first time we saw someone that represented, represented us, us and we could relate to that culture of Uh, an Indian girl living abroad and your stories were just so relatable and that just makes you feel so secure in yourself Mm -hmm. because you feel like oh wait there's someone else that also relates Mm -hmm. because like you said you were the only Indian in your school even for me for a long time I I, I was the only Indian in my school so you don't even have anyone to share those experiences with but the minute you start seeing that someone else also has them it just makes you feel more comfortable comfortable. yeah Yeah.
2: the media plays a big role because like uh W- w- while in Singapore, like you know, people didn't knew that much about Nepal. Mm-hmm. They f- through media, like you know, like uh, in they had these like stereotype, stereotype, like you know, which, uh like uh, like time to time, like you know, I was also make fun of, okay. fun of over there. But yeah, media does play a huge role.
1: I feel like besides media, like do you feel like our parents play a big, big? Ro- do you think our parents play a big role in this whole like? identity situation as well because obviously they're the reason we are born in hong kong right so but the way they were gr- the way they grew up or were brought up in india or like nepal is so different from the way we are growing up now so do you guys ever have like conflicts with your parents or like arguments regarding this
2: just like a list of <laughs> are they are like you know not having a Like you know, mutual agreement. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, I think for me, definitely, because my parents grew up in a very different culture than my own, Mm -hmm. and it was very difficult for them to accept that this is a I'm growing up in a very different environment. Like little things, like coming home late. I think we we would always talk about how our parents would always have issues with us staying out for a long time, or even um, hanging out with people in certain situations, and it's just more common here but for our parents growing up that wasn't the case so it's not easy for them to understand that this is a completely different environment but I think eventually as you start to live here and as you start to see the life uh, here is different you kind of warm up to it so I think my parents definitely warmed up to it over time what about you guys
2: for me like I think my parents but them also like uh, they f- f- their background is like they move into a lot of places. Okay, so for my, for my mom like she's uh, uh, her her father is like Orkhami. Right. So when she was young, like she did move into a lot of places. He lived in Burmese, also study over there also. And for my dad, he's uh, uh, his his fam- his uh, parents like him like, move into uh, the northeastern of uh, India like, called Nagaland, and like he studied he he was born and raised over there. Uh, like twenty years he he lived over there and uh and and like and with that I think both of them like uh like developed this like adapting skills mm-hmm. like, you know moving to different countries. So like for them like you know moving into like from Singapore to like you know to Hong Kong I think it wasn't like at first maybe it may be challenging but eventually I think they got adapt to the situation
1: I feel like for me it was a bit more harder for my mom because my dad at least he was working Mm -hmm. so my parents got married really young they got married when they were 19 and they moved to Hong Kong like the next year so 20 Mm -hmm. and they had me when they were 21 so for my dad at least he was working in Hong Kong and he was like seeing the outside world so he kind of like understood but with my mom she was a housewife in the beginning and she used to stay at home and for her like her mindset was still very like conservative and traditional so you know like the way she grew up so that's how she felt so growing up like she used to like teach me like her 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 ways like you know don't come home too late or like you know the way we dress up or like you like she just had a very like traditional mindset but like it like obviously when I was young I used to listen to her but it wasn't until I reached my teenage years then you know when you go through the rebellious teenage fa- yeah. teenager phase yeah. so that's when i started questioning her like you know like it like i just remember my most like significant memory is like when i was doing my public exams and i was i, I was i think i went home around like 10 30 or 11 that's like not even that late now that we yeah. think about it right it doesn't, make, it doesn't make sense like
2: when they say like and don't stay out that late It's yeah. dangerous yeah but like it makes sense when you're in the like if you think about the it from their perspective, perspective it makes sense yeah it's like yeah. yeah so
1: for me at yeah. least I was just studying like I wasn't even doing like drugs or like yeah. I wasn't even doing anything bad you know so I was just studying. so I remember when she called me and her first concern was that oh what if someone sees you out so late like what are they gonna say yeah. like of course now that I reflect upon it I'm like okay that makes sense because growing up like you know girls weren't out allowed to be out that late or like like I don't know like I feel like people in India had a curfew like they have to be home by a specific time but in Hong Kong it's so much safer right so I just remember when like my mom said this I was like so offended then I had to like ask her to come down and I like remember talking to her and telling her that like you know it was your decision to come to Hong Kong so you guys chose to come to Hong Kong like if you so you guys have to kind of like adapt to like this environment so Mm -hmm. Like now that I reflect back, I feel like it was harder on my parents more than it was on me yeah. because we were, I was always raised Yeah, now we were always raised in this environment. So yeah. for us this is normal, this is yeah. okay. Yeah. But for them they have to like change suddenly. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like that's kind of like where the identity like, you know, I feel like that's where there's like a conflict as well because yeah, me too. and my mom, we just, I just remember telling my mom that it's your fault like you chose to come to Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. but um, I'm so I was I was surprised because my mom was so understanding mm-hmm. like I remember her telling me that there's no conclusion to this conversation because at the end of the day it's just like two generations like you know we just can't like you can't compare it that way like yeah. the way she grew up like no matter how much she tries to change or how much our parents try to change at, at the end of the day it's still deep-rooted in their head so you know it's hard to change someone's mentality
0: yeah, yeah for sure yeah, yeah. I think what's interesting is that we're having this conversation about how we felt so different growing up and how that was a problem and we had to suppress it, but now now that we're adults, we're in our 20s, we're always encouraged to stand out and be different, and it's like you're always encouraged to find that one unique thing about Mm -hmm. yourself, so um, do you guys feel like in this process of finding yourself, you've kind of gone back to your roots?
1: i kind of feel that way because growing up like i remember my mom and dad used to force me to learn punjabi and i was just like nah like no thanks like i don't want to go to these classes even my siblings were all just like we were never gonna need this in our life like why do i need to learn like the language as long as i speak it i can communicate it's fine but the weird thing is like now like this summer i have taken up like Punjab, i've been trying to learn punjabi myself i've been like taking like online like you know just doing my own research and like memorizing the alphabets and i feel like even though like it's not something that i really need in my life but i would like i'm interested in it and i feel like it would like for example a lot of like books are like you know like books about my culture are written in my language or like a lot of poetry like you know i'm an art student so i want to read like poetry or like letters and they're all letter- when they're written in my languages sometimes when you read the translated version it gets lost so yeah like, if I want to read, like, something art, if I want to read art or, like, listen to Punjabi music, like, I want to learn, like, you know, know the meaning. Yeah. So I have surprisingly tried to, like, go back to my roots and relearn them. What about you guys, like?
2: Um, like, for me, uh, as, I, as I said, like, I I, I did study in Nepal. Mm-hmm. I did my kindergarten from grade 1 to yeah. grade, grade 5. I studied over there. Yeah. So, like, uh, no matter what, like, you know, how many places I have moved, mm-hmm. like, the the place you will, like, you know, like, grow up grow grow up into like in the way like you will you will have to I'm not have to like like you will have some sort of attachment sometimes attachment attachment, and then like and you are now I'm like you know like I'm more curious about my own like you know yeah culture and then yeah anybody culture for sure and and then like I want to learn more about it yeah yeah
0: I think yeah same goes for me because now I'm realizing like growing up I always felt that my culture wasn't as cool or it wasn't as rich and I didn't even have any idea about the different things that existed and my parents did try like you said but in that moment it's like you're teen and your are teenagers, and you're so rebellious and, you're and just you just like, think I it's wanna-
1: so uncool yeah and
0: you don't want to associate yourself with yeah. that but now that I'm learning little things like even things like religion and like yeah. uh, mythological stories mm-hmm. history and it's just so interesting and I just feel yeah. like I didn't I didn't explore the full potential yeah. Of that culture But I'm definitely getting back into it Just to see how How different things can be And how it's okay to be different oh, Because yeah. the world around us Is always going to be different yeah. Because we, we also live in such a globalized world now yeah. And because of that There's no one specific culture That's just pure And in its pure like state Like everything's kind of like
2: intertwined Yeah, everything's like.
0: intertwined And because of that It's it's okay to learn it in this way Because mm-hmm. uh, society now reflects that as well yeah.
2: yeah and just respect like towards like the differences like our differences and yeah
0: this is what we feel about our own identities but mm-hmm. what about official identities like for me whenever people ask me like I said I I always say I'm from Hong Kong mm-hmm. but my passport is Indian right mm-hmm. so officially I am Indian right. but what about you guys
1: that is so funny because recently I was applying for the Hong Kong passport and on the form they asked us to fill in Like so, basically, I had to surrender. So I I carry an Indian passport as well, but I'm applying for the Indian passport, right? So we have like two processes. You're applying
0: for the Hong Kong passport.
1: Sorry, yeah, I'm applying for the HKCR passport, and there's two parts to the process. So the first one is you you, there's naturalization where you change your nationality, and the second part is when you obtain the passport. So right now, me and my siblings are applying it, and we're surrendering our Indian passport. So on the form, it asks like we are Indian by so there's a few options. There's birth descent registration and birth and this was so confusing for us because i didn't know how to fill it in like am i indian by descent because my parents are from india or am i indian by registration because i'm carrying an indian passport so when we filled we circled descent right because we thought like our family members are Mm -hmm. but we went there and the ladies like you have to fill in registration so for me like i never like you know what i mean like i'm carrying a hong kong passport like i'm carrying a hong kong id card so i always thought like Offici- like, officially I'm Indian but like to me like my identity is like a Hong Konger mm-hmm. so that's where like I feel like it's so interesting you know like I feel like yeah, growing up you don't think about these something. things
2: it's confusing also because like for me I was uh, born in Hong Kong and then like uh, I was born in, in like around like 1997 so that time it was ruled like uh, British and then like now I have a British passport mm-hmm. and then uh, so like in that sense like because I remember when I was young like, uh, like when I was a kid like you know like uh, I uh like, I I uh my parents told me I have a British passport. Mm-hmm. Then I said, then I, I said should myself with like a like an Englishman, like. A, a, a <laughs> and I said like you know like uh like, um and when I was studying in Nepal like my w- weakest subject was Nepali, so I was like you know because like, I'm like I'm like my passport. I'm, a <laughs> I'm man, an Englishman. English so that's why Nepali is weak. That's, that's but why it's ne- fine. That's why it's fine. Like you know like I I used to like. Uh, they're gonna brag about this kind of stuff but yeah in this topic is very like confusing and interesting also
1: actually I want to ask you guys what do you guys feel about like cultural diversity in Hong Kong like you know live like we all claim that Hong Kong is a multicultural city so (laughs) we all (laughs) we all claim that Hong Kong is a multicultural city so do you guys agree with this like do you feel like Hong Kong is as accepting of different cultures as it claims or because I like I personally I do a lot of community work so I get to like see the lo- how the locals view uh, like how the locals view this and how like people like you know from our communities view this but I just want to ask like what do you guys think like do you feel like Hong Kong is uh, as diverse as it is as it seems
2: it says it's like culture diverse but also like for me also because uh, um, uh, I, I in, in in Hong Kong at uh, first I studied in like private international school mm-hmm. and then like um, so so like I, I so for now like i start i start doing more volunteer work, more community work then i find out about like more about like uh like how the local school mm-hmm. how they function and how they do it and uh and they say it's diverse but i don't think it is diverse because like i i found out that in 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 local school like they divided like you know like like Chinese and non-Chinese, and yeah, and, and, and it's my first time like hearing also, like the the, the ethnic minority, like you know, mm-hmm. that You as well, right? Yeah. yeah,
0: same. And yeah. when I came to university, but I think what you're saying is true because it's in Hong Kong. They, I guess, it's diverse because there are people from everywhere, yeah. but it's not all blended. Like people don't really. Um, get together and just assimilate into so I feel like other.
1: people just exist like different yeah, communities
0: exi- because I so for just for myself uh, growing up in an in international school that was one bubble yep. and then when I came to university I feel like that bubble was broken and I was like that this is crazy yeah, like Hong Kong yeah. has like so many different types of people like like you said the word ethnic minority yeah. I had never heard of it before yeah. and then when I, I at least never thought of myself as an ethnic minority yeah. because it's like you your race thinking that like you, you don't like put yourself in a category like that you know, yeah but then when you hear things like that or when other people put you in these categories, you're shocked and even when I think about like my life in Hong Kong um after this it's if i if I decide to ever work here, I feel like I will still always be in this bubble of non locals working in Hong Kong and probably uh hang out and like live my life in specific areas, like you know how areas such as central are a lot more um diverse it's I don't even think it's diverse it's this another expat bubble mm-hmm. and then there's other areas that are more local, and I feel like I would never be able to completely assimilate in the local culture, no matter even if I even if I learn the language. I guess it will help a little bit, but the the entire culture as a whole is just so different.
1: That is so interesting because I just remember the word ethnic minority being thrown in my face, like since like high school. Like in primary school, I, it was still okay because I went to like a semi international primary school where we had people from like India and then Pakistan Nepal like it was still like Southeast Asia mm-hmm. but when I entered high school it was just like it was a local ch- mainstream Chinese school and I was the only Indian there right and this Pakistani girl and this like uh, mixed-race girl and I just remembered the only term I would hear to like associate like us would be like oh the ethnic the EM kids or like the EM students like I would just hear this term like every day Sorry, guys,
0: our camera just cut off, but thank you so much for watching this episode, and we're going to see you guys with another episode very, very soon.